So today is um, thanks, we're our Thanksgiving Sunday, and I'm really sorry to say that mine's not going to rhyme. Like I did, I haven't put as much effort in as Flicks clearly did, um, but but yeah, any rhyming is not planned. It's just by accident. <laughs> um, so we're continuing our pocket full of thanks, and um, well, our pocket full of series. And so today is our pocket full of thanks. And we all know that giving thanks is so important, whether that's receiving thanks from somebody or whether giving thanks. I'm sure we could all remember times when we deserved to be thanked and we weren't thanked, and it makes you feel. Um, uh, undervalued, it makes you feel ignored, it makes you feel um, unappreciated, doesn't it? When somebody doesn't thank you, all these feelings are not positive feelings. Now, if, if somebody isn't thankful themselves, we see that person as rude, as spoiled. We often try to encourage them to learn the error of their ways by saying, you're welcome. Yeah, anyone done that? No? <laughs> Just me? Okay. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so giving thanks is so important. And for those of you who have got amazing memories, you may remember that I spoke last year on, on our Thanksgiving Sunday when we were looking at our Jesus Is series. I spoke that Jesus is thankful. I know you all remember it very well. So because of that, I thought I'd better listen back to that talk and make sure I didn't repeat myself. So it was a very, very painful excruciating, cringeworthy experience listening back to my own talk. Um, it was horrible, but I, I did that for you guys. I literally <laughs> must have taken a big breath in at the beginning, talked non-stop and didn't come up for air till the end. So I'm really sorry. I'm going to try really hard and take a leaf out of um, Norman's book and just just take things a bit easier and just be a little bit more measured for you guys rather than just going super quick. Okay, so giving thanks is, so last year when I spoke about Jesus is thankful, we looked at actually how beneficial giving thanks is for us as individuals. It's actually really, really good for us. It increases our experience of life. We have a more positive experience. It is better for us relationally with each other when we give and receive thanks to each other. It's better for us with God. We, we grow closer with God. It's actually good for our physical health as well as our mental health. And we also talked about there was research out there that showed that giving and receiving thanks actually increases your level of happiness. So there is no wonder why in 1 Thessalonians it tells us to give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for us. So in 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 8, it says, give thanks in all circumstances. So why so often do we forget to give thanks? Why so often do I forget to give thanks? And I was thinking this week for the reasons why I might forget. So mainly I forget, or I take something for granted, or I might feel like that thanks isn't, thanks isn't, deserved because perhaps I feel like I've earned it myself. Perhaps I feel like it wasn't a gift that was given. It was something that I actually grafted for. Um, perhaps I might feel sometimes that I don't actually have anything to be thankful for. So if anyone can relate to any of those feelings, that's sometimes why we don't um, give thanks. Um, but actually, the Bible is full of many, many verses for all the reasons why we don't, why we, we, we don't perhaps give thanks. It covers all the excuses that we can think of. There is so many Bible verses there. 
And so often when, we are, when things are going fantastic, when we are having a real answer to prayer, or when we are having those amazing mountaintop experiences where things are exactly as we want them to be, that's often a time when we are quite thankful to God. Maybe there has been a prayer that you have been praying for years. Maybe you are finally... Um, Oh, I don't know, got the house you've always wanted or maybe um, bridges have been built in a relationship that you've been working on for years. Maybe you've been healed of something or someone you've been praying for for a long time. The prayers have been answered. Those are our massive high mountaintop experiences and often it's quite easy in those times to give thanks because we can think of all the good things that God has got for us. And in, in James 1, it tells us that every good and perfect gift comes from above, comes from God. So in those times, it's really easy to look to God and say, thank you, God, for this. Thank you, God, for that. Thank you for all these amazing things that you give to us. But what about when life isn't so going so good? What about when things are hard? What about when we're in those valley moments, when we're really, really low sometimes it's not as easy to give thanks in those times sometimes we have to really really find things to be thankful for because in those moments we might feel like the the bad thing that's happening and you know the the illness or, or the divorce or the relationship breakdown or the or the thing that's happening is consuming everything so although everything else is still good that one thing is consuming all of our thoughts or you might be feeling like you're going through a bit of a season like Job, whereas actually it's not just one thing. It's, it's one thing after another, after another, after another. It feels like lots of things are going wrong or lots of things are going, are going bad. And it feels like in those times, it's really hard to be thankful um, to God. It's really hard to give praise to God. And it's in those times that we need to really, really cling on to what God says, really, really cling on to the truths. And the Bible is perfect for the back. Because the Bible is full of so many truths. The Bible tells us in Psalms to give thanks to God because he is good and his love endures. And that's it. That's nothing to do with what's going on in our lives. That's a, cons- a constant. The Bible tells us in Romans 8 that God works all things for good. So even if something's not good now, God can work all things for good. And in 2 Corinthians, he tells us that we live by faith and not by sight. So it doesn't matter what we see around us. It doesn't matter what's going on right in front of us. We don't live by our sight. We live by faith. And so they're all reasons that we can cling on and can cling on through these hard times. But I don't know about you, but for me personally, my day-to-day life doesn't normally consist of massive mountaintop highs and huge valley lows. I don't have one day of one and one day of the other. These massive highs and lows come at different points in my life. Most of my time, it's just kind of fairly normal, just kind of fairly ordinary, just on the flat land. Like I was saying to Sam, what's the flat land called in between? But yeah, just the normal ground. Most of my life, that's where I live most of my life, day to day, it's fairly normal, it's fairly ordinary, it's fairly mundane. So when we look at the, um, the verse, give thanks in all things, I think, oh yeah, give thanks in the good times, give thanks in the bad times, I'm going to give thanks in all things. But what about just in the normal? What about just in the ordinary, when it's just mundane, it's just life, it's just routine, it's just the same thing again and again and again. For me personally, 
that's the time that I find hardest to give thanks in. The highs and the lows are massive changes, but it's the, it's the normal, mundane, day-to-day. That's the hardest, I think, to give thanks in. And um, it, I was reading earlier, it was saying, earlier this week, it was saying, if you had today all the things that, only thing, the only thing that you've got today is exactly what you gave thanks for yesterday. What would you have? And I was a bit like, ah, I think I just said thank you for the good weather. That's rubbish. <laughs> I've got nothing else. <laughs> nothing else in front of me today apart from good weather, which is a good thing. But I didn't give thanks for all the other countless amazing things that I've got in my life. Obviously, Hopefully that's not going to happen. But it was just a reminder that actually our day-to-day, just of our normal lives, what are we regularly thanking, what are we regularly thanking God for? Because so often it's true that we are worn down by the sand or the pebbles that are in our shoes rather than by the massive mountains that God's asking us to climb. It's so common that we are worn down by the daily irritations, the daily little bickers we have with each other, the daily feelings of feeling bored or tired or routine or normal or stress. I was thinking about you guys who've all started the morning at four this morning because your children didn't know that the clock's moved. You know, feeling tired today when actually it just feels like the day is just dragging. It feels like nothing... Nothing in particular, nothing exciting, nothing particularly good or particularly bad. It's just normal. How do we give thanks in those situations? Now, Flix has already so amazingly told the story of Paul and Silas. But Paul and Silas in Acts 16, verse 22 to 25, I think it's going to come up for us. We'll just read it through. The crowds joined in the attacks against Paul and Silas and and the magistrates ordered them to be stripped and beaten with rods. After they had been severely flogged, they were thrown into prison and the jailer was commanded to guard them carefully. When, when he received these orders, he put them in the inner cell and fastened their feet in stocks. Now Paul and Silas were just going about their normal day, doing amazing things, but going about their normal day and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, comes their worst day ever. They were humiliated, they were beaten, they were hurt, they were thrown into prison and not just into like normal prison, they were put into the most dangerous part of the prison. They were treated like they were absolute criminals, they were treated worse than animals Um, and that was um, so that all just happened to them in, 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 the, in a moment. And we know from this story, we all know that actually God provided an amazing miracle. God provided the most incredible thing to happen. So not only were they free, but they also, the jailer became, um, became a Christian. The jailer and his whole family turned to God. We know that's what happened. But in this moment, when Paul and Silas are in the stocks, in the middle of the prison, right in the centre, where they are their wounds are hurting, where their joints are hurting because they're being pulled as they're held in stocks. They are probably feeling the lowest that they've felt um, at this point. And in amongst all of this, the next verse tells us that at about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God and the other prisoners were listening to them. So amidst this really dark and terrible and awful and uncomfortable and painful experience, they were praising God. They were thanking God for his goodness, thanking God for what he'd done. They were singing all the praises to God. And what I absolutely love about this is in that moment, 
Paul and Silas knew them hymns. Paul and Silas knew them praises. Paul and Silas knew them scriptures already. It was in them. It was ingrained in their head. It was in their innermost being. They didn't start, choose this moment to start singing those praises and giving thanks. Them praises and thanks had been given routinely, daily, day to day in their normal, mundane, everyday, normal lives. And that's so true for us. When we face our when we face our valleys, when we face the bad things that happen, we need to be in habits of already giving thanks and praises to God. That's not just going to miraculously happen at that point. That needs to be something that is tried and tested. So 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 18 again says, in all circumstances, give thanks. So for all of us here, maybe you are on your mountaintop moments. Maybe you are in the valleys, but for those of us who are also just on the normal, that's included in the all circumstances. In the normal, in the ordinary, in the routine, in the mundane, we need to be giving thanks to God for everything around us. And that's what Thanksgiving Sunday is all about. Thanksgiving Sunday is reminding us and giving us an opportunity to remember and reflect what are our thanksgiving habits? What are our, what are our daily thanksgiving routines? Are we thankful to God for the little things? Are we thankful as well as the big things? Are we thankful to God on a daily basis? Or are we just thankful when great stuff um, happens to us? And so what I want us to just take a bit of time now and just reflect upon, what is your thanksgiving daily routine? What is your thanksgiving routine in your family home what is your how thankful are you as a family how often as a family do you talk about it um, in a marriage it just one-on-one with God how thankful are we so what we're going to do now to start off this thanks this uh, starting off a place of being thankful is we're going to move into a time of communion and it would be really really lovely if you could gather with your with your family um, or with those next to you or or people who you're close to and we're going to bring communion to you and we're going to pass it round and we are going to um and it would be really great if amongst your little group, if you've got children or teenagers, explain, talk, talk it through, talk the process of communion, talk through why we do it, why we give thanks. And just have a little bit of time as a, as a family or as a little group reflecting on Thanksgiving, reflecting on how thankful you are and reflecting on how throughout the course of this week and onwards we're going to make good, healthy routines um, of giving thanks to God in the ordinary, in the mundane and in the normal.